I know that I make more more than most of uh, most of my friends. We also need to be affectionate, and you can see that with Barack and Michelle as mm-hmm. well. They do a lot of touching, kissing, even fisting with one yeah. another. <laughs> Thomas the Tank, He-Man's twin sister, and defender of the Crystal Castle. This is Spirit, my beloved steed. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I held aloft my sword and said, For the honor of the break room. Share this secret. Among them are Mark the Bus Hudson. Howdy, howdy. Madam Dirty Dirty Dustin. Howdy, howdy. And Cowell. Together, we and my friends of the Great Rebellion strive to free Etheria from the evil forces of Horda. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Paul Walker from Basketball stuck vegetables in my ass. Shove it in my ass. Episode 243. May 1st, 2015. Already into May, huh? Welcome to the Ides of May. Okay. Wouldn't that be mid-May? Hmm? If it's like the Ides of March, wouldn't it be in mid-May? It's Believe it or not, the Ides still mean the same thing. Yeah. So why would it be May 1st? He's... What do you mean? Not very good with words. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the Ides of March, the Ides of May are the first of the month. No, I know not. a lot it's of words. Middle. Yes, it is. The Ides of March is the middle of March. How do yeah. you know that? We're not talking March, we're talking May. The Ides of May are the beginning of May. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's different depending on the month. <laughs> Buddy, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. You're the dumbest I thing I've ever said. That okay. <laughs> so welcome back to the show. Uh, today we have a uh, long-awaited return of the Double Dead Hall of Fame. Something we haven't done in about two months. Two has it been that long? I think so. A long. Sure? I figured yeah. it'd been shorter than that this time. But I looked up, and I believe the last time was March sixth. You looked up, and there you I saw looked it. up. I looked up. <laughs> it was just hovering above your head. <laughs> Old break room descriptions. A bearded man said unto me. Here be the Double Dead Hall of Fame. It was, it was Billy Mays with a long beard. Still wearing the blue shirt, of course. Of course. In angelic form. In like Ben Kenobi form. Billy Mays here with and the Double Dead Hall of Fame. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Hi, Mark Hudson. <laughs> he's in, when he's you haven't done the Double Dead in months. <laughs> Here's the last time you did the Double Dead. <laughs> I would know. It's partially my whole fame. <laughs> By the way, have you seen this new product, Shazam? <laughs> exactly. And with the product of one Double Dead Hall of Fame, you get two Double Dead <laughs> Halls of Fame. That's what we're doing in the next episode. There's two farting Britney assholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. Got <laughs> the double exit now. Exactly. Man, if somebody's listening to this for the first time, they, they really never understand. Get the They're like, why did you recommend this Britney? show? Britney, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this show's terrible so far. 
I I think most people say that anyway. It's just judging by the numbers. I mean, probably oh true. The abandoned goodness. rate, abandoned Hello. months rate. Did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Damn <laughs> I'll just get pulled the drop. Come on. What do we hear? Oh, did I do you, it all the time. Did you hear that uh, Britney Spears fell down and, br- and broke her ankle on stage? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not hear that. <laughs> so I guess her ankle will now be in the Double Dead Hall of Fame. I think they're just kind of chop it off. That's a cool story bro moment. <laughs> That's a cool story bro. <laughs> That'll never be played again. No, it won't. I think it only got played that once. Was, that was a one-episode bit. Was the sound of Back her... Sh- give a shit about the show. <laughs> was the sound of her screaming more in tune than her singing? Uh, no, it was somewhere between her farts and her singing. Her Britney farts. Oh my goodness, hello. <laughs> there was two. Guys, it's Marla. How you doing? Uh, listening to the last episode, I just thought through the first segment of no. the question of the week. And, uh, Wait a minute, does she sound drunk? A little bit. A little I was just thinking how, you know, that that is the great penis... She sounds really clear in that voice. Yeah, now. I know. And uh, I was I was loving the tension going on there, and I was uh, thinking we might have another break room breakdown between you guys, or someone storms off or ends the New show. Segment. And I'm like, wow, we're like five minutes into the show, and already, like you guys are about to kill each other, or more like Marcus need to take whatever was up his ass out of his ass. It's probably a part man. Of his he was he did have something up his ass. Backed up, but. Uh, uh, but no. oh, was this the related to my story? Yes. It's when we slightly veered off and he yeah. got all pissy for no fucking reason. Y'all don't want to yes. talk about it. Yes. <laughs> so there, you guys you guys worked it out, so I'm proud of you. You guys are maturing. <laughs> You're like growing up. It's pretty awesome. Um, but I was thinking of a question of the week, so because you guys haven't had one, so I feel sorry for you, that's why I'm calling. Um, but so this week my Wait, we just had one. It's all about the is it really worth it to buy a house? That was yeah. a question of the week. And really, we haven't been doing that as a regular segment, so don't feel sorry for us. Yeah, we haven't been asking. Like for everything, that. we abandoned it after a few. Yeah, episodes. exactly. We didn't officially. Abandon I can't believe it. We, we haven't abandoned doing it. Taste buddies. Well, I mean, it's easy content. We so doing, we'll never abandon. Isn't that, stopping probably. doing it abandoning? Yeah, but I'm just saying we didn't say like, well, we're not going to do that anymore. We just stopped doing it. Yeah, we just kind of. Probably going to change names again That's too. How we, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We may change our name to Taste Buddies. There you My go. My lovely two and a half year old daughter, genius that she is. Lodged some Play-Doh up her nose, and um, it was fun trying to get it out, but luckily I was able to dislodge it at home. No ER was necessary. But question of the week, as children or young adults, uh, what is the weirdest or anything? Did you guys stick things in your orifices, like, as kids? I distinctly remember vegetables being a child in my and that was a weird thing, and one of other kids at, like, daycare stuck beads or pennies in their nose or ears or whatever. Um, so, so break room boys, what uh, did you guys stick in your um, holes when you were kids? <laughs> Shove it in my ass. <laughs> that sounds gross. I mean, mainly your ears or your nose. But hey, whatever floats <clears throat> your boat. Okay? Uh, love you. Talk to you later. Bye. I remember in high school, Mark used to like stick pennies okay. in his ass crack. That is true. I do what? <clears throat> he got a lot of pennies shoved in his ass. Yeah, I didn't stick them in myself though. <laughs> it's not like I was using myself for a piggy bank. You yelled out that you were a piggy bank. Ooh, I found this quarter on the ground. <laughs> Let me deposit this for safe. Cha ching. Cha ching. <laughs> you were trying to copper chug, copper butt chug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's quite a high school activity. You couldn't more, get your hands on alcohol, so yeah, I got myself on. <laughs> you got off, you a got, co- you got off on copper pennies <laughs> in the anus. U- U.S. currency. 
U.S. currency. That Mexican and Canadian <laughs> currency, it's just not the same. Yeah, that would work up to half dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. They're very rare. That so. one early college didn't we, work up to this. Start with a dime. Yeah, and dollar. <laughs> dollar, <laughs> dollar bills just get wet. So. Yeah. Uh, no, get gross. Uh, no. <laughs> Why are you asking? Things are happening, especially in the, the middle. I don't know if you recall Abilene's kind of a hot place. Get a little sweaty. See an onion ass. Gotcha. Get a little onion crotch, a little onion butt. Yeah. A little onion a-hole. A little onion a-hole. In the uh, Ides of May. In the Ides of May. <laughs> yeah. No, like the Ides of August. <laughs> which is Everything has an Ide. Which is like the end of August. Yeah. Is, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a little, little, get a little onion butt going. Your dollar bills get all wet. So, you know, they started to, when I would walk, it would like tear the bills in half. So, sure. Where's the coins? Just kind of. Well, you already had a carrot up there and all kinds yeah, of stuff. I mean, there's Andy. only. It has to be more <laughs> so like. so much room in there. Yeah. Well, they have to be more solid, too. You can't tear apart like a dollar bill. Yeah. Fair when, enough. When they get wet. So, I don't know. I didn't. I never stuck things up my nose growing <clears> up. I, Man, I didn't either. I can't even remember anybody who if, did, really. If I did, I don't remember it. I was like too young to recall it, but I know I. I don't remember any stories of that. No? Or ears, really? No. The only thing I I remember doing is like a small child that was really weird is uh, used to be like a stick of butter out on the table, and I would use like vegetables in my ass. my hand in it like I thought it was good. My mom would like always have to chase me away. You'd stick that in your ear? No, just eat it. Oh. Just like a... Stuck it in your mouth hole. Yes, I did stick exactly. things in my mouth hole. Well, I thought she was talking about odd orbs. Like, she was. She was. Not like... That's the only odd thing I think of, though. There's There wasn't any... Yeah. God, I just don't think I ever entertained the idea of sticking anything in <laughs> facial orifices. How about other orifices? <laughs> well, not as a child. What about the non-conventional orifices? We're talking about a child here. Do you stick anything in any orifices now? In yours? Do you know? That's interesting. <laughs> I wonder why I wake, so. I wake up in pain sometimes. <laughs> When you wake up in the morning, exactly. The anus. What was that? Get some hungry eyes going. It's getting hot. I'll just set the mood. Orifice talk. Starting to get the Abilene sweat ass. He's breaking out a bag of piggies. It's the way he ejaculates. His Abilene sweat ass. Yeah. But I have to go all the way back to Abilene. That's the only way? It has to be on the black top of Elwood High School. It can't just be like that? Put a bead down. You're going to drive all the way back to hell on Earth? I'm like a Vulcan. I only only come every seven years. I was going to say. God. You you must not ejaculate very often. That's got to be... That's got to be quite a bit of ejaculate, I would imagine. You know, it builds up. I fill a few uh, milk containers. I would rather the anus. It's a bit of a mess to clean up. I'm a one-man bukkake. God. And then he jacked off on each other. <laughs> that, that inserts nicely into the bragging montage. <laughs> it does. I'm hungry. I I'm a pirate. You are a princess. It's time for another award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies. Taste Buddies, assemble. As soon as I step foot in the shot, I know that I don't know what I want. Chicken donna, coffee kebab, or lamb shish, or mix special. Sometimes I get a coffee. Who brought it today? I did. Oh, you were supposed to. I have one for next week. Yeah, Dustin was supposed to bring it. Did you bring it? I did bring it. Did you bring it? Is it in that cup over there that we're all going to have to no, drink out of? No, it's in the oh, bag okay. over there. What you don't know is that is a giant cup of my seven-year-old semen. <laughs> oh, God. It's a vintage... Of his, of his Abilene ejaculate. It's a vintage uh, <laughs> edition. 
I bottled it seven years ago. Put it in my cellar, my cum cellar. Abilene ejaculate. My ejaculate cellar that I built. I guess I should go there and get it. That might work. So Dustin so, leaves the show. So goes back to Abilene. Hey guys. Sorry, I would have been back faster, but I slipped on some Abilene ejaculate on the black cup. <laughs> I don't spill it willy nilly. I have I have to serve There's that a out. Pile out there. I don't know. A big pile. <laughs> What's it crust over? Well, it's only every seven years, so yeah, it's hot like out there. Like forms a cocoon. It's got like yeah, it's got like a crust on top of it. That's why I bottled it. So it's <laughs> fucking cat hair. I know, dude. It's everywhere. I don't oh, have any cats. I'm pretty sure it's in my lungs right now. <laughs> so the oh. taste buddies tonight. There's several variations <clears throat> of this particular thing. Uh, I figured, of course. Or, show, is I'd it Oreos? Uh, no, it's not. Although that would be pretty good to do again. No, that would be <laughs> stupid. Is it Reese's Oreos? No, it's actually uh, something you may or may not have had as a child. It's supposedly something you would take for lunch. Uh, love from parents? Oh. Wow, that Sorry. got serious really <laughs> bad. Really fast. Good God. Sorry. This is a this light is... show, sir. Yeah. Are you so serious? We don't need your depression child talk. I need therapy. So, I'm not really sure that this is true food. Does this look like Frozen from over here? It is not Frozen. Okay. Like Frozen the movie? Should it be warmed? No, it shouldn't. Okay. It probably should, but it doesn't need to be. Of course. This is another fucking four-hour-old chicken wings. Here we go. Well, he needs to die. (laughs) This, my friends... This brings the worst. ...is Lunchable. Sweet! Hold on, let me get a picture of that. This or we break it open and appears bust it. to be a pretty bad lunchable. <clears throat> bust the hymen of this lunchable. Breaded chicken, cheese, and pretzels, and you're supposed to make kebabs out of this. Wait a minute, it's got a hundred percent juice. That's just the Capri Sun that's in there. Oh, <laughs> there's also a Capri Sun and cookies. But wait, we can also the taste if you would like. Is bigger than the word lunchable. I know it's well because they want to you know ignore that it's a lunchable. Now let's let's be buy a Capri Sun. And then you have some food with it. Okay, so does it come with a fire that you can roast your kebab on? It does not. And to be fair, they're not kebabs. They're kebabbles. Okay. Oh, well, God. still. What is that? But kitty kebab? Pretzel kebabbles. So there's another question of the week on there. What is our spirit animal? <laughs> oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> so if anyone would like to take pl- uh, part of the oh, Capri Sun. we're all going to be taking oh. place. Taking, wow. take, taking place? We're all going to be uh, sipping from that at the same time. And we're lucky there are exactly three cookies in this bad boy. Bam. Damn, so, those are like man nuggets. I haven't had a lunchable since. <clears throat> now, I, I don't know. The chicken popper's kebabbles uh, actually give you instructions on ways to build. Mm. You can go pretzel only, pretzel cheese, pretzel cheese chicken, or cheese chicken cheese. Whoa! Blow your fucking mind. And yeah. I say My mind has been blown. Since we only have a limited supply, I'd yeah. say we probably just go number four. How limited of a supply do we have? Good God. Is that double number two? I mean, usually they really stack it the... Is. <laughs> they really stack the meat. Uh, let's see. That's what she said. There seems to be a very limited amount of cheese. That's but you've got like 12,000 pretzels in there. That's Do they provide a, a kebab stick? Yeah, it's the pretzel. It's the pretzel. Oh, it's the pretzel. I see. Keep up, dumbass. The quite, but I don't normally think That's of the pretzel, the, man. the pretzel as a... Is there holes in it, the cheese already? You know what I'm saying? The pretzel might break. Uh, no, it doesn't appear to be. Well, he needs to die. It's just these little bitty, little bitty pieces of cheese here. It's a one of their typical blocks sliced right. sideways. Okay. And then you have uh, the very fake chicken, and then you have uh, the standard pretzel. I'm sure. That's Can I take a whiff real. of that? It's pretty awful. Just the smell as you open it. It doesn't smell too good. It smells like um, 
cafeteria nuggets. Cool, and they're really cold. They're really cold. The pretzels. But again, not supposed to be heated up. Pretzels don't smell like pretzels. It wasn't in the. Was it in the? It was cold in the cold section. section? Okay. Yeah. The cheese smells like cheese substance. <laughs> and the cookies actually have a very fragrant, pleasant odor to them. Can I see the Capri Sun there? I'm gonna try oh, to. Oh, the chicken smells terrible. <laughs> I hate. I love Capri Sun, but when you get you know Capri Sun stab going, yeah. When it can't go through the little container, or you stab it all the way through, you stab like, it all the way through. Stab it yeah. through the back. I'm of just it. wondering since I haven't opened one of these since I was probably four and a half. Right. I'm interested to see if the technology's gotten any better. Now it has gotten better because when we were four and a half. There was only 10% juice in those. Right. Now we've got... Now they've up to 200%. 100% juice. Uh, flavored 100% juice blend from concentrate with added ingredient. Not multiple ingredients, just Whatever ingredients. That means. And other natural flavor, not flavors. Right. So so right. Like one other Just flavor. one flavor and yeah. one ingredient. Yeah, so exactly. If I try to do some Capri Sun stab here, let's see if we can get it. Just maybe you should get some help. Maybe you should shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Why you got to be so Well, see, it went through. Look at that. Classic Man, Capri Sun. You, you, Mark Hudson did it. You don't know how to do it right. Mark Hudson did. That's Capri Sun did. <laughs> Your mom doesn't know how to do it. I haven't opened one in several years, but I recall not doing that too often. Mark did it every time. Now he's just going to go through there the back way. <laughs> I like to go through the back. <laughs> of course. Come on. I don't know what juice that's supposed to be. Fruit punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, juice blend. It's it it tastes grapey, appley. I mean, have a, have a sip. I'm good. I don't have to. Not gonna have any. Just squirt it in your mouth. Yeah, just give give yourself the, a nice yeah, squirt. Yeah, it's gonna squirt out the back too. No, it's not. Just squirt yourself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we need to be periscoping this. That's terrible. Wow. <laughs> uh, I think the main ingredient in there and flavor is sugar. I'm going to venture to say there's not a lot of natural flavor in there. It says 100% juice. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, but they don't say if it's natural juice. Pretty sure it's <clears throat> manufactured juice. It's not great. Oh, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. It's not a pleasant combo. It's, no, it's not a pleasant It's combo. syrupy. It's grapey. It's apple-y. Yeah, it doesn't taste like good fruit punch at all. No. All you know right, what? So when I want, I mean, you right. got one of these jobbers. I mean, I want like the real Capri Sun. Like, yeah. Like full on sugar in your face, not this weird combo of we appear to be natural and healthy. Fuck that. So, right, can you turn off that, your flinger? It wasn't me. That was you, wasn't it? No, it wasn't <laughs> me. Mine was off, actually. Had to Blame been it on Dustin. I don't have any in. What a dick. Must have been uh, you. I don't know, because I don't really care. So we're going to kebab number four here? Let's do let's, it. Let's stack All Let's right. stack those... Uh, let's four bang it. Yeah, let's stack those asses. So it's cheese nugget cheese, right? Cookie? It is. And you cap a, nu- a cookie on the end. Uh, no, no cookie on the end. <laughs> that would be I mean, five. You, you could do that if you want, but so I figured <clears throat> we'd eat the cookies last separately. This is the uh, this is the unholy threesome of uh, Lunchable, right? It's an odd combo. It's the Eiffel Tower of uh, Lunchable. Never thought of pretzel with cheese and chicken, like pieces of breaded chicken. Surprisingly, it goes the pretzel spears this the nugget. There and is the a reason. Very well. That's the reason you don't work at Lunchables, dude. That is true. That's right. I, I would don't. have had these kind of ideas. It's true. So it presents right. a very satisfying. But it presents a kebab. It, it presents like a nice kebabble, sir. Kebabble. It's kebabble, yes. All right, I'm going for it. Not horrible. The nugget overpowers. 
Yeah. Any other flavor? It does. Um, it's yeah. not good, but no, it's not what you would call good. Yeah. No. Now, if I were to sample the cheese substance by itself, let's see what that's like. You can even taste the cheese substance. <clears throat> you really can't. Mm. You can smell it, but it has very almost no flavor, even by itself. Even by itself. Mm. Yeah, the pretzels are the best piece of this pack. Agreed. So far. Agreed. The, pre- pretzels the pretzels are fine. the best part. They're pretzely. They taste yeah. like pretzels, believe it or not. They, they need a little more salt, but then again, I'm a salt king. I'm a, I'm a salt queen. You are. You want like four pounds of salt per square ounce. And so, the nuggets taste like Gennaro cold nuggets that need their need of a microwave. So you would recommend going uh, item number one. I would just eat the pretzel. I would recommend going just pretzel. Yeah. Me too. Now, maybe if we had done the kebabble with adding the cookie on the end, it would have been fine. I really doubt that that would have helped. I doubt it as well. I'm going to try number two here. You're going to try number two, huh? Yeah. Why not? Let's all try number two. You already did. I like a good number two. Now I tried just cheese. It's oh, all right. My bad. The cheese is okay. I'm gonna go for a double number two. It doesn't have a whole lot of. Doesn't have a whole lot of flavor. Double number two here. No, but it tastes like the, the cheese. Cheese substance still has no cheese substance flavor. Yeah. Very bland. Now very we, very bland. Yeah. Should we top it off with a cookie? I think yeah, so. Yeah, sure. I Mark didn't pull all three out and hand them to us. Oh, here. Let me allow, allow that. <laughs> I will put them gently in your mouths as well. Now, these are less cookie and more cookie crumb. Hmm. Yeah, they're pretty tiny. They're tiny. They're definitely the best thing in the packet. It tastes like a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And for a mass-produced, highly preservativized product called a cookie, not bad. That's not bad at all. It's That's not the best bad. part by far. I get a nice sense of chocolate. Yeah. I get an okay crunch. That nugget is pretty fucking terrible. It's, the nugget's bad. It is bad. That's straight out of Ab High, uh, <laughs> back of the freezer nugget. <laughs> Seven-year-old, <laughs> since the last time you were there and ejaculated. <laughs> exactly. Maybe the, the bag that got stuck in the back of the freezer when we were in high school. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Busted that out for this. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. So are we going to give a cumulative rating? Are we going to go item by item? Let's just go How cumulative for the, for the whole packet. Sure. Go ahead, Mark. All right. Well, I give you two thumbs down on the juice. That's some horrible Capri Sun. I needed more than one flavor. I needed more than one, more than one ingredient. Hey, hey, so what are we gonna do? Cool. I'll do whatever the fuck I want to. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm trying to Fucking explain. Asshole. I'm trying to explain how to get to my cumulative. I'm not just gonna say yes or no or thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, the nugget was terrible. The pretzel was a pretzel, which was fine. Uh, the cheese <laughs> lacked all Mark. substance. Um. I appreciate the ingenuity of the kebabble. The cookie was good. Uh, I appreciate the ingenuity of the kebabble. It's, it's a, a fun little spin on a Lunchable that nothing has been in this world has been <laughs> seen like that since the original kebab <laughs> back in 932 BC. It's a fun spin. So, I, I, 933. I give them two flaming thumbs up for creativity. You get that mixed up again. Was it 933? Wow. You sure? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, two, two flaming thumbs for, for creativity, creativity, but <laughs> you get two thumbs down for nugget over. for your nuggetology. And you get a thumb side, a th- two thumbs down for the cheese. Yeah. Therefore, you get two thumbs sideways. Total so the, score. So the cookie and pretzel saved them. The cookie and pretzel saved them. Yes. And apparently, the the thought process of how they came yeah up creativity. I mean, look, think of all the fun you can have with your kebab. All the combos. <laughs> all well, the combos. Four of them. Huh? There are four combos. You can go pretzel cheese. I mean, they could have listed number five with capping it off with a cookie on the end. Yeah, but then they it becomes have. what you don't have is nugget by itself. Cookie. That's by true. Itself. There are so many combos. True. That wouldn't be a kebabble, though. You have to have the pretzel involved, right? 
Yeah, I guess. That pierces the other things. Could you have two pretzels? What, what, where's the two pretzel combo? Making a, a Jesus cross. Yeah, I guess you could do that. You could wad up like, the cheese up, like make it a the, bondo. Maybe through the uh, chicken. You could have two of them. There you them. go. Yeah. You could use the chicken as a bondo to make a cross. <laughs> there you go. Um, you, could, you could do a little miniature. What the hell was that KFC sandwich that had two chicken patties instead of... Uh, Oh yeah, I don't instead of buns, it had two chicken, chicken double remember? stacker or something. Wow. I can't remember the name of it. You don't remember that the quarter pounder or something? It was KFC. <laughs> was not the quarter. You pounder. don't remember? You could either get two grilled or two uh, like original, is and the, the, it's, they were the buns. Is that the filet fish? Oh my god, he's distracted. He's just being it more. What am I distracted by? <clears throat> I don't know. Filets of fish. <laughs> Which so has nothing to do with what we were talking about. And how we exposed your Abilene ejaculate today. Dan- yeah, dances of Abilene ejaculate are dancing in my head right now. So, <laughs> You want to go next, or you want me to go next? Um, God, he gave it way too high rankings for ingenuity. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Creativity, excuse me. Yeah, wrong, creativity. Wrong itty. Um, <laughs> wrong itty. Uh... E- man, that the chicken is the fucking worst part. It's fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah, the chicken brings it. It's way not down. a joke mm-hmm. acting like this is seven year old freezer burn chicken because that's <laughs> pretty much what it tastes like. The cheese substance may be the most accurate depiction of substance, uh, short of the cheese whiz shit that came out on the chicken crackers. And that's worse than your average lunchable cheese too. It is absolutely <laughs> yeah. it is like this lunchable is. I think hands down the worst lunchable I've ever had. Whoa. Whoa. And I I know a thing or two about lunchables. <laughs> Put that on the montage. <laughs> um pretzels taste like pretzels. The cookies were definitely the best thing. Man, I give it two thumbs down. It's bad. It was really bad. That's not a wrong answer, bitch. That's what I was looking for. Okay, either one. It's a sad trombone. It means Lunchables lose. Gotcha. Well, to me, you got to do it by percentages, and at least... Do you have a chart we can break down? At least 60% of it is bad. Do you have a spreadsheet? We can break this down. Do you have Three-fifths of it's bad. Okay, do you have graphs? Three-fifths, what is that? That's that's how many of the pieces were bad. I I don't fraction. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Show me a chart. I don't fraction. (laughs) I am job. Math hard. The chicken, like everyone has said, is some of the worst... Shit, I've tasted in a while. So uh, this is like the worst chicken. Uh, let it be noted that everything else is completely gone. Yeah, except for all but the the chicken we put on the kebab. I think is, is the only chicken on gone. The first one is the only chicken gone. There's five more pieces of chicken nuggets in here. Yeah, our culture highly deserved. Um, the cheese substance wasn't great, but it wasn't offensive. Uh, the pretzels were good. I mean, you know, for pretzels they. I kind of agree with Mark. Maybe it could have been a little saltier. You and your sodium fits. Uh, cookies were excellent. I actually liked them. It had a lot more flavor in that cookie more than, yeah. you than I thought. I thought it'd just be like nothing. It was, it was pretty full good. Full of chocolate chips yeah. in that little bitty bite. Yeah. Pre Sun kind of sucks. So <laughs> I would I say about that. Yeah, that sucks too. Yeah. So I would say overall, yeah, two thumbs down. Yeah. Not good. Man, I'm the Mark. only one that dares to recognize the creativity <laughs> of the Lunchable. God, you give it way too much it's credit creative, for that. But it's still bad. Right, but I applaud creativity because <laughs> I'm an artist. I'm a lunchable artist. Man, add that to the montage too. God, there's so many things you are. 
All right. So after the break, after the dead. break, we're opening the doors wide once again to the Double Dead. The sorry, Billy Mays Memorial Double Dead Hall of Fame. Double Dead. You're listening to the break room. It is like baloney folded over twice. Exactly pizza either. It's almost pizza. Come on, that's pizza. No, it's very nearly pizza, but not quite. It's almost pizza. See? Come on, let's eat. So it's uh, tofu pizza, or something like that. No, you could put tofu on a pizza and still legally call it pizza. But don't call this pizza. It's almost pizza. Pizza that's practically pizza in every way, except for a few key ones. Come on, dig in. But it's food though, right? Come on. Mmm, pizza. Nice one, Mom. <laughs> Hang on here, what exactly is this, Carol? It looks like pizza. It's meant to. But it's not. If it was pizza, it would just say pizza. Look, I'll eat some. <laughs> sure smells like pizza. That was their intention. Whose? Just try it, Tom, it's getting cold. No, if anything, it's getting hotter. Okay, what is this, Carol? Just eat some. Hell no! I'll eat it. It's time for the break room's double dead hall of fame. Hi, Billy Mays here for Into the Vagina and Out the Ass. Oh my goodness, hello. Well, what the heck's going on? Hello, radio? We there? I think it was just Mark's. Uh, I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. Well, that's why. Burr? Every time you're driving down Firewheel, let's... maybe you should actually show up in the studio occasionally <laughs> to record these. Could ride around the uh, mall out in Garland. Too busy uh, driving around my Firewheel Parkway. My F6, I'm driving down Firewheel, down Firewheel Parkway. Parkway, just up and down <laughs> Firewheel Parkway all day. That's how I get business my FICO done. My scores. Your 42 inch rims. I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. And just with, talking about your FICO scores. Kind of sounds like you're not completely sober while you're driving down. <laughs> and Firewheel I have Parkway two lift kits. I am happen? a hot piece of ass. I stack two lift kits on top of each other. You got two different suspensions stacked on top yeah, of each other. That's right. My ass will be spread wide. God, <laughs> that, that cab has got to be the bounciest ride ever. Look for him on Firewheel Parkway. That's right. You'll find out how it works. You'll pretty much figure out who I am very quickly. Does that truck have two suspensions? Yep, that's him. They're stacked on top of each other. I like those. Of course, if it's an F six fifty, you're going to see it coming anyway. And he's got yeah, seventeen inch rims. Seventeen? Yep, seventeen inch rims. Ooh. Those are really tiny 18, for an F six fifteen. Times eighteen. Okay. Pretty obvious who I am. <laughs> yeah. Now it's seventeen. Me. 16. There's Mark the Bus Hudson <laughs> driving down Firewheel. Park. And it's it's an F six fifty that looks like a bus. It's the it's the size of a full city bus. It's got the bus <laughs> <laughs> on two suspensions <laughs> with seventeen inch rims and one inch tires. It's pretty insane. It's pretty notable though. 
It is pretty notable. It's how I get known around this town. Bang bus. Whoa. It's really it's how people know me. No, that was going on. Mark. <laughs> I have a cannon that just shoots business cards. It's so wrong. <laughs> While he's building verticals. You have a Nick Cannon that shoots business cards? Because <laughs> yeah, I have a Nick Cannon. It's <laughs> constantly firing. Hey guys, I was in drum line. Hey, <laughs> hey. I hired not a Nick Cannon. I have the Nick Cannon. Now he's lost. Probably could afford him. Now he's lost the Mariah Carey money. I'm pretty sure he left her. He didn't lose anything. Well, I'm sure he's not getting much in the divorce. <clears throat> well, Although she's the one with the money. I know, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has no value to prove to the court. Dude. Probably, probably not. But What's he, he going to say? Oh, dear judge, I'm the guy from <laughs> Drumline. I'm used to a certain standard of living. I'm. And was she it has that to pay guy? Me. Yeah, yeah. I'm used to a certain being equipped with a certain <laughs> amount of drums and secondhand notoriety. <laughs> Is uh, he the brother of the dude who beat on what's her name? Yeah, that's all he ever gets recognized <laughs> for. He's the guy on Firewall Parkway that's known for that. Right. Now he's going to be shooting my business cards everywhere. <laughs> Screaming that it's, he was on drum line. It's still odd to me that you limit your, your whole uh, area just to Firewall Parkway, though. There's so much more area to cover. It's a very pleasant drive. <laughs> You've been there. You've been up and down it as well. I've been there. You've, you've been you've on many a firewall trip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've ridden both, alongside you. We've both been there before, but there's nothing <laughs> along Firewall Parkway that's like, you know, this is as great as it gets, and I'm never it's, leaving. This very, is where I'm hiring Nick Cannon to hang out. It's very well appointed <laughs> with amenities. All kinds of, uh, all the amenities. It's got Firewheel Mall. It's got, like, a Dickies <laughs> barbecue. A Dickies. <laughs> it's got a gas station. What else do you need? It's, it's got down, a, down home. It's got a Christina's. It's got a Christina. Want to get drunk on margaritas? Yeah. It's got a down home cooking down the the town square. It's got a movie theater oh. that Thomas and I went and watched a uh, Wolverine movie at. It's got I mean, a Genghis Grill that uh, Dustin and I went to eat at when uh, his car like was a getting random fixed. point. <laughs> that's why it makes it good, though, right? The that's break rumors hang out over that's there. The night that I decided to watch Six Feet Under. <clears throat> All right, that was a good night then. Well, not that night, but well. Yeah, that movie was pretty fucking terrible. So it was no, pretty it terrible. Was it? Tonight. Yeah. The second at Wolverine movie. It's no. pretty bad. Ow! It's not as bad as the first movie, though. Mm, they're both pretty bad. Yeah, no, the say. first one's horrible. The, the second one is, is tolerable. Mm, but not good. Not really. Could you turn off your flinger? <laughs> your it's not flinger. ESPN flinger? Shut your mouth. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to piss Marla off and get into a real throwdown. I want you to use the biggest probe you can find. Whoa. And we're not... <laughs> no, fire, Mark. Fire no, really Mark. Mark. And this time, we're... <laughs> this is remo- not how we fight. We're removing the one cloths. <laughs> we're going full Greco-Roman nude in this one. Swallow a shit locket. God, did you write all that crap? I did. Man. I'm trying to enhance the process to make the Double Dead Hall of Fame better. Okay. I feel like we don't give them... That's right. I, don't, I, I felt for a while maybe we don't give these guys adequate <coughs> justice when we're trying to present them. We just say out the board. As soon as you say the yeah, name, like we don't call. We're like, okay. oh, here's a name. You're out. part of that. I don't know. What Sports you're ball about. out. Yeah, that is true. Mark that. Um, <laughs> first up on the docket. Fuck. Allow me to present Gary Dahl. Now of the Dahl Corporation. Of the Gary Corporation. <laughs> okay. Lay out all you want to. Just My FICO jump. scores. I don't know what the Doll Corporation or the Gary Corporation is. You'll find out if you I keep reading. I think that's from a movie. I don't remember. Shawshank Redemption? No. I don't know. Who's Harry Crumb? Uh, I can't remember. Not Harry Gary. Harry Crumb. It's Who's Harry Crumb? Not, yeah, but it's not Who's Gary Crumb. I talking about the name of a movie. I didn't say Gary Crumb. I said the name of a movie. 
What are you talking about? Please explain explain yourself. Where does Gary come from, Harry? Oh, my God. I'm saying this guy was from that movie. Gary Dahl? Yeah. He's in Who's Harry Crumb? <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, keep reading. You'll find out. <laughs> well, I, I wrote Such it, and I know it's not in there. So... <laughs> Uh, Gary Dahl listed here as not in Who's Harry Crumb. <laughs> wow, they list that. So huh? they specifically put that in there. <laughs> it's an odd note. That's in everyone's bio that was never in the movie. You never heard anything that qualified him for being in IMDb except not doing Harry Crumb. <laughs> Edward Norton, not in Who's Harry Crumb. John Candy begged him to be in Harry Crumb, but he said nay. Nay, sir. I am the inventor Steven of the pet Spielberg rock. Spielberg did not direct Who's Harry Crumb. <laughs> yeah. It's everybody who's not. <laughs> Uh, no, Gary Dahl was the inventor of the pet rock. He invented it in 1973. Oh, okay. Ah. And this is a little bit before our time, considering we were born in 1980. But it's always been kind of a, a punchline in popular culture. Even though it was only popular, the concept was only popular for about half a year. <clears throat> I'm, I'm surprised it was popular that long. Did you guys have pet rocks at all? Because I feel like I was forced in elementary school to make a pet rock. I feel like I was. I feel you like had a pet rock. You had a treehouse and an oil. I derrick. feel like I like <laughs> a Boy Scout project you or were kindergarten. Right trash, buddy. They demanded that we paint a rock, put some googly eyes on oh, it. Did what? you guys have a car? Yeah, I'm mom. serious. What school is this? BFE. I, fuck? I can't divulge. What kind of kids club did you go to? <laughs> what kind of damn kids club? <laughs> <laughs> it was the Nick Cannon School for extremely special students. Nick Cannon is a couple years younger than us, dude. At? It was Nick Cannon Senior. It'd, it'd be difficult. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows Nick Cannon Senior. I knew him. He made me make he a rock. Pet rock guy. <laughs> he, made me, he made me put some Google in there. He knew him as the guy who wasn't a Terry Crumb. How do you think I got Nick Cannon to fire business cards out of my uh, two-suspension <laughs> bus with 17-inch rims? It's because I knew his father, Nick Cannon Senior. We had a relationship growing up. Whoa. Uh-oh. Not sexual, God. <laughs> Why is everything butt sex with you? Ah, everything's, ah. God, everything's got to be all, oh, you stuck your fist in his anus. Oh. <laughs> Ark? Uh, but no, uh, I feel like... So we're making pet rocks today, huh? <laughs> a lot of drops on this episode. I, I feel like Nick you Cannon Sr. Uh, made us put googly eyes on a rock and call it a pet rock or something. I remember painting a rock specifically. Maybe I was just... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was just really bored one day, but I know I remember something about a rock Mark that was that. painted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember having anything to do with pet rocks. Hell no. I just, I don't. I the, mean, um, I've obviously heard of it, but. Yeah, I mean, it's always been a punchline throughout our yeah. lives. Even I today. I like had an invisible friend at one point as a small child, but not like. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> I didn't have a name. It was it Nick Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be Nick Cannon? <laughs> You're the one obsessed Paul with Nick Walker Cannon. From Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, it was Paul Walker. <laughs> from Fast and Furious, <laughs> as a child, from a movie that didn't come out until really 2001. You really should have patented that name or that concept <laughs> before the movie franchise came out. Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Gary Dahl invented this, and in, he was sitting at a bar one day listening to his friends complain about their pets. And he made a silly joke that he had the perfect pet, a pet rock. And from there, he spun it off into... His own little uh, novelty idea, <laughs> which made him a million dollars, at least. <laughs> per office space, yes. Uh, he Unfortunately, he did not copyright his, uh, his idea, so other toy <laughs> and, you know, your random co's decided to capitalize Nick on it and made Singer. their own. Yeah, Nick Cannon Singer. Not from Harry Crumb. <laughs> Although he only used it for educational purposes. <coughs> not to actually make a buck. Yeah. There was an entire course in pet rock <laughs> making, but it didn't really make a whole lot off of it. Uh. 
I don't was that just one semester? I would have said. Sem- yeah, it was an entire semester. You can't have like a, a college built around that. No, can I mean, you? yeah, the- can't have Pet Rock <laughs> University. Well, they didn't come till much later. This is uh, early okay. '80s, so. I mean, I'd like to know what all the courses are at Pet Rock yeah. University. <laughs> Pet Rock one hundred two one three. The fight, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thomas, you want to you want to write down the Pet Rock fight song for us? Maybe put it to song next week. Maybe, maybe we will. All right. Um, the fad lasted about a half a year. Only only a half year, and it's provided punchlines for eternity. When was this? 1973. Um, he then tried to, once that idea failed, he <clears> then <throat> tried to follow it up with uh, sand breeding kits. And his Yate other... sand? <laughs> his other product, <laughs> Red China Dirt, uh, which is, hit the packaging said it was, the plan was to <clears throat> smuggle one cubic centimeter of China into U.S. at a time. They were both failures. Why? Of China. That would be know. the point of that. I don't know. It was the 70s. The People were stupid. country communist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they were both failures. No surprise. Um, Shocking. But from there, he went on to... He used his million the dollars... The China one especially. Sounds great. Uh, ...to open his own successful <laughs> advertising agency. He died from COPD. What is that? Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Mm. There's lots of commercials in like, the Game Show Network. Doesn't about sound... It. <laughs> Sorry. I just don't watch a lot of good God. Game show not network. A, not a big reference for you. You're not a big family Damn. game fan with the Steve Harvey? Uh, no. I, well, oh, I, it's good. Not all of us have the cable you have, so I don't have access Dear God, to that. I'm sure you? you can. I Yeah, I have cable. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch a lot of Steve Harvey Dude, family Dude, I feud? love family feud. The only time I've ever watched it is when we were at the when we were in New Orleans, and it was like the only <laughs> thing on television. Dude, family feud is awesome. We watched so much of that. I like, <laughs> I like watching the chase with the, the big, uh, tall, fat guy from Britain. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of fun. I, I like the chase. Does he fling his show? Shit. That guy's a douchebag, but... Yeah, but he's kind it's of part awesome. of the show. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with Family Feud. I think we had a goose honking down there. <laughs> <laughs> you have a goose? I do. I, I have a bird. I know, well, I have a tiny bird, a finch. I have a cat. I have three dogs, and I have a goose. Just acquired this week. <laughs> All separate brags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gary Dahl, let's put him to the votes. Dustin, you think I get? What say you to ye old inventor of lay pet rock? I'm going to say out. God. No shit out. Kind I think you've expanded. Wait, no shit out? I think you've expanded your uh, <laughs> your definition of who needs to be up for a double dead Hall of Fame too much. Buddy. Out. Well, I, too, would have said out. Oh. Good Good thing you nominated him. Let's move on. Leandra <laughs> Becerra Lumbreras. <clears throat> Are you out. familiar so with this name? So far, I don't know anyone on this list. No. This list is bullshit. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> uh, Leandra Becerra Lumbreras was famous for being old. <laughs> she claimed to have been born on August 31, 1887. She was 27 when World War I started, 74 when Kennedy was shot, and over 100 when the Berlin Wall <laughs> came down. She also fought in the Mexican Revolution. Uh, she outlived her five children, many of uh, most of her 20 grandchildren, and is succeeded by 73 great-grandchildren and 55 great-great-grandchildren. Good God. And her cause of death is listed as death. That's a lot of crapping out kids. She did die of death. Huh? Pretty much. Unfortunately, now, she cause was never death? able to produce her birth certificate, and she claimed it was because it got destroyed during the uh, Mexican, Mexican Revolution. Revolution. Ah, so nobody was ever officially able to prove that did she knows that she was 127. I think that was well after her time. Santa Ana? Santa Ana, yeah. You mean well before her time? Or well before her time. <laughs> time is hard. 
Time is hard. Anna hasn't come along yet. She survived through the Berlin Wall, but <laughs> yeah. it was well after her time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what, she just died? She just died, Ooh. like, uh, back in March. How old was at she? At 127. Jeez. Yeah. There's... I mean, through family records and stuff, they can prove that she was alive. Those are three gener- three fucking different uh, <clears throat> centuries. That's crazy. Indeed. She was old. Man, she was famous for being old. I'm going to say being an old F, being like our modern-day Methuselah, I'm going to say she's in. Yes. Not weird. All I'm sorts of life thing. things happen. Look at that. Pow, the pow. Same she's in. Reason. Pow. She- Dustin, what would you voted? I probably would have said in. 127. You got to get if you if 127 doesn't get you in the double dead. Think of all the Marvels she's seen in her time, or she had seen in her time, like the Marvel movies. <laughs> all the Marvel movies. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say like <laughs> Iron Man, Turkish Captain America, <laughs> Turkish Spider Man, Turkish Superman, the, Iron Man, the uh, 1980s Hawkman show <laughs> that was so terrible. The Marvel Experience. Oh, I think it's Condor Man that I'm thinking of. Actually, not Hawkman. <laughs> Condor Man. She missed. She saw Meteor Man. She's going to miss Age of Ultron. All I remember of Condor Man is. is like him having this giant Winnebago and then at one point being chased by baddies. Condor Man? And then like Condor. Condor. <laughs> He's not a house hunter. <laughs> I was like, what the... F- <laughs> I want great at countertops. Condor Man. He has like this giant Winnebago and he's driving away from baddies and then all of a sudden he's like, let's get in the car and then like drop down and then like a car comes flying out from under the Winnebago. And they pop it up. <laughs> And they drive to a house, another house that's in their neighborhood. Yeah. Has an open concept kitchen, <laughs> and they're like, okay with good, the paint colors. But they have they only have white appliances. In Suzanne here. Wong was his narrator for exactly. the entire adventure. Good God, Condo Man was looking for something without any fixer uppers. <laughs> Condo Man <laughs> was looking for something of more of a ranch style, <laughs> close to schools. He was hoping this was turnkey, but this one was thirty minutes from his work. <laughs> He wanted to be less than 25. The Adventures of Condo Man. <laughs> so Condo Man next on the list. <laughs> Condo Man never dies. As long as we keep men in our hearts, he never dies. He's a, he's a symbol. He's not a man. Exactly. Right. His spirit moves you to generation. Could be Condo Man. <laughs> he picks a new one all the time. <laughs> all right. Next up on the docket is Cynthia Lennon, the first wife of John Lennon and mother of Julian Lennon. The... Wife, the lesser known wife. The lesser known Mm -hmm. wife. um, They were married when they were in college at the uh, Liverpool College of Art. They married in '62, divorced in '68, and they only had the one child, Julian. I mean, Um, I mean, she like divorced three times. She was not known very well because they tried to keep her a secret from all the little teeny bopper fans because they didn't want to upset them. So they wanted them all to want John and think he's available. Exactly. I mean, let's face it. Nobody was going for George and Ringo. They were going for Paul and John. Yep. Well, you know, I'm sure George and Ringo got plenty of time. Oh, I'm sure they got the cast off. Sure. Sure. Um, Even if you're with the fourth Beatle, I'm yeah. sure it's still a score. Or, or if you're the fifth Beatle, Pete Best, I'm sure he got some cast off. Like <laughs> He might have. He got that Ringo cast off, yeah. Um, <laughs> he got that Ringo cast off? Yeah. Well, that one cast good off? Point. That one. <laughs> good point. Um, later in uh, their marriage, uh, John started getting letters from an artist named Yoko Ono and denied his infatuation with her. Uh, but when they took a trip to India, Cynthia discovered that he'd been making secret trips to pick up and send and send other secret letters back to her. Um, on their way back, Lennon got drunk and confessed everything that he'd been sleeping with groupies. Uh, th- he said thousands of women <clears throat> and even Joan Baez. Um, he tried to keep up the pretense, keep the marriage together, but then, but then also kept it up with Yoko. How I'm so surprised. I've heard like ever since I heard about this, John Lennon, as good as a songwriter was, he's 
pretty sorry individual. How is he? Uh, how does he not like have children and offspring everywhere? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I guess he wore. <clears throat> I don't know. Pulled out coitus interruptus. I heard he was okay. also kind you of a dickhead, like kind of a beater and that kind of thing too. Yeah, I've heard that. He, he also. Yeah. So when they got a divorce, he gave Julian a hundred thousand dollar inheritance and a trust. But when Sean was born, he had the will amended and uh, reduced it to only fifty thousand. Awesome. Yeah. So he's a real quality individual. That one because one hundred k and fifty k is a whole lot for his Beatles catalog. Yeah, exactly. Cash. He's exactly. not alive anymore. So maybe take a little bit less stern stance. He was, but he did these things when he was alive. Yeah. Maybe he regretted them at the end. He might have. Probably didn't though. <laughs> Probably didn't. It sounds like he was a major D head, though. But still like his songs. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> his songs are great. Yeah. Who cares about his personal life as yeah. long you're as he an, has good songs? You're an American if you don't like his songs. Right. So, Thomas, what say you about Cynthia Lennon? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say out. Dustin? I'm going to say out. I too would have said out because she's a wife of a guy. She's not like. Wow, that's other, a little saying She didn't really. All I said is she doesn't culture. make the Hall of Fame. You you made her not a person. Really I'm fast. pretty much trying to say that yeah, she didn't contribute to society and she yeah. probably should never have had a name. <laughs> should have been alive. God. So you were one of his groupies back in the days, right? <laughs> so I called myself Joan Baez and <laughs> got one of those stringy mops and put it on as a wig. Approached him one night in yeah, Manchester. I want you to use the biggest probe you can find. <laughs> That's, That's, that was my it. opening line. <laughs> <laughs> Next up Followed is... By. <laughs> yes. That is a... Little known writer a, for uh, Pump It Up. <laughs> that is an incredibly bold opening line. <laughs> Just FYI. It really is. <laughs> but hey, it worked for you. Yeah, it did. It got me everywhere. Yeah. Made me. Uh, it got you everywhere. <laughs> gave me enough money to buy a double suspension truck or a bus. <laughs> Just move the carrot to the side. <clears throat> There's plenty of room. <laughs> All right. Next up <laughs> is Prairie Dog and Carrot. Yeah. Percy Sledge. I think he is primarily known for this song. Not pump it up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he just died like last week or week before or something. Yeah, right? a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so he was primarily known for this song, although he had this was actually his first song he ever recorded. He was working in a hospital, met a producer through a friend, and this was the he wrote the song. Ass. It was the first thing he recorded, and it was his biggest hit. Yeah, and of course it got life again when Michael Bolton decided to record it. That beating that is Michael Bolton, and made it famous again. I was uh, getting, for some reason, I always get Michael Bolton and Kenny G mixed up. Because they look the same. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> They're practically the same person. They had the same hair back in the day. Yeah, yeah but they don't look the same. <clears throat> They're pretty nor, much the same. Nor basically. Is their artistry the same. All white guys it's are a, the same. It's equivalent quality. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. long haired white guys with yeah. soft rock are the same. <laughs> uh, the song was written, uh, he was inspired when his, his girlfriend left him after he was laid off from a construction job in 1965. What a sorry woman. Yeah. Extremely sorry. She's got a, She's used to a certain standard of living. 
Uh, he did have other hits with a song called Warm and Tender Love, and it tears me I up. I played and chicken with the train, right? That one, and Take Time to Know Her, <laughs> which none of which I'm, I'm familiar with. That one that got popular again once the Mark decided to cover it. <laughs> that and Pump It Up. <laughs> if it wasn't for Chicken with the Train, I don't know. I'd feel more uh, inclined to put him in. Oh, go ahead, Mark. What would you say? Well, it's back to you. Let's have more. Uh, no, I don't have any more. <clears throat> you know, based on just how successful this song was and... It's one of the if you I don't know if you call him one hit wonder or not um, nah, since no. I, that's the primary song but uh, let's just say he's a one hit wonder it's one it's of the bigger not. one hit wonders of all time those other two were fairly big on the charts like I said he's a one hit wonder <clears throat> okay God. <laughs> no they were technically it's I'm just not familiar with them which means you know that's all that they don't exist um, they don't exist but no he definitely just for this song and its impact on culture he makes it in Dustin yeah I put him in too all right he's in. You would have set out? No, I would have set in. Uh, are you sure about that? It's a great fucking song. It is a great song. One of the best of all time. Next up is today's sad story in the break room. Uh-oh. Sawyer Sweet. Just for the a-hole. Who, Sorry, aren't all of these people dead? Yeah. Did, would you say any of those were sad? Yeah, they're dead. I mean, it's somewhat sad. I don't see you tearing up over there. No, oh, okay. <clears throat> are you about to tear up? Is that what that I means? Might. Because one of the twins of Everybody Loves Raymond killed himself a couple weeks last week, in fact. Uh, I think that was breaking news right as we were leaving the show. Breaking yeah, it was. News. Breaking news. Uh, yeah, Sawyer Sweden, one of the twins, played Jeffrey, I believe, on Everybody Loves Raymond. His, obviously, <laughs> twin brother played uh, was the other brother, and then his sister was the oldest daughter of Everybody Loves Raymond, his real-life sister. So Yeah. Uh, apparently, he... They're suffered, all real-life uh, siblings, and they're all from Brownwood. Yeah, they're all from Brownwood, near our hometown. Interesting. Yeah. Um, not a lot in his career. Uh, he was 19, and he was visiting his aunt, his aunt in Austin, and he decided to shoot himself on the porch. Oh, jeez. I don't know the details of where it was, but that's that it matters that much. Technically, it was B-Town, <clears throat> not, uh, which okay. is close to Austin, but they just labeled it as generic Austin. Sure. It's called B-Town? It's called B-Town. Huh. I don't know where that is. By Austin. Well, that's very sad. It is very sad. Yeah. Was it? It's Thomas. <laughs> Uh, no. Absolutely not. I'll say in, just because he was on a pretty big, pretty huge show for the one it was on. Terrible fucking show. But that's one man's opinion, but... Yeah. I, I, what else is it supposed to be when I say it? Well, I'm just saying, overall, it was, was a terrible fucking pretty, show. Cr- pretty critically acclaimed and definitely Don't give huge. a shit about any of that. Definitely Critically huge. acclaimed does not mean, oh, it's, uh, it's okay. I'm I just thought saying, it was a terrible show. Given the cultural impact, I say yes, that's all I'm saying. I'm not arguing with your statement. You're arguing with mine. I'm not arguing with... Yes, if you, you want are. to say no, say no. Critically clean. Like, uh, like I'm wrong somehow. I'm just saying, no. given the fact that it's critically claimed, it was huge. It had a it huge impact. It was not huge. It are you kidding me? huge impact. Nobody cares. Everybody loves about Raymond. It. You want to go look at the ratings and see how huge... It was massive. Nah, it okay. wasn't. Well, that's just not facts. But yes, given that, yes, I would say he's in. Well, I'm going to say he's out. His only contribution to society was Everybody Loves Raymond. His contribution on that show was not that big. I don't mean to diminish him. Actually, I do mean to diminish him. Out. <laughs> I don't now, mean... You changed in the middle of I did. sentence. I know. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off. There Is there go. a Band-Aid out. on there? <laughs> was there? there Is was, he in the room? There was an emotional Band-Aid. Are the Swedens in the room and you're offending the family or something? I might be. They might be uh, one of our top fans. You don't know. I really doubt it. Sweden's. That's the family name. Sweden. 
Not Is like, it related to Jody? No. Different no. spelling. No, okay. Just curious. At least insofar as my investigations took me, I did not see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so if next it's a different spelling, then probably not. <laughs> next up, I don't think you need a whole lot more investigation <laughs> after that part. Next up is this person was uh, one third of a duo or a, <laughs> a duo, <laughs> one third of a trio, famous for this song. Is that a login up there, or is this have something to do with break room? It's a playlist. Huh? It's a playlist. Dear oh. God, is this not actually written for the Elephant Show? I don't know when they wrote it or to what purpose, but this was uh, the group known as Sharon, Lois, and Bram. Someday we're going to have to rank the children's personalities. Um, Sharon, Lois, and Bram, they were on the show. Yeah, I know. I'm oh, okay. saying that was their group name. The show was the Elephant Show. <clears throat> So but who did this? It was well, it was Sharon Lois and Bram, and who were on the elephant show? Okay, and they all they it was Sharon Lois and Bram, and the guy, the creepy guy, dressed up in the elephant costume with the drum. And so, who's and the dead one? They all killed each other. <laughs> oh God! Mass, mass suicide. That's a really sad no, it was, one. It was Sharon and Sharon Lillianstein. Uh, they were children's. Also, they were separate. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> They did not. They were, that. They, were. Uh, they were separate children's performers, and they met at something in 1979. They decided they all had a common philosophy of entertaining children, and they yeah. sold entertaining children getting high and yeah, thinking the elephants needed to be involved in that somehow. They brought uh, they met at something. They brought an elephant in, into the relationship, and a man in an elephant costume into the relationship. All sorts of life things were happening. Yeah, and they made uh, millions and millions of dollars singing horrible songs to children. Oh, I liked that show when I was, you know, five. You would. Six. Dude, you got to remember, I wasn't allowed to watch anything other than that kind of crap. <laughs> no, I watched it too, and it was terrible. I the, mean, the hard-hitting <clears throat> stuff was Full House back in the day. <laughs> the they moments of real issues. Yeah, yes, that's, that's real issues <laughs> back then. Oh. And as Cameron stuck vegetables in my ass. Oh, that definitely wasn't happening at that point. <laughs> By the way, as I announced on Twitter, we will be covering every episode of Full House, the Full House reboot on Netflix. What's it called? Fuller House? Fuller yeah. House, yes. God. Every every week, we're going to cover a new episode of the adventures of uh, <clears throat> Kimmy and DJ. Have either one of you guys watched any more Daredevil? Yeah, I've watched uh, no. three or four episodes now. Uh, I'm it's trying to finish... Pretty, pretty, um, pretty good. Um, what's the other one? I'm trying to finish Arrow right now. Ah, uh, okay. And then I'm going to do Flash, and then I'm going to do that one. I hear it's pretty good. Pump, pump it up. Pump, pump it up. So the very last one is uh, another one-hit wonder, uh, famous for uh, this song. A lot of musical guests. It's maybe a one-hit wonder also, pump it up. No way. That greatness? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Automatically into the double deck. Oh, whoa. We gotta go. Not part of the original recording. What'd you say? So that was not part of the original recording. <laughs> sure it was. Uh, the lead I singer in the restaurant. at one time, the lead singer of the Kingsman, Jack Ely, who was actually the one that initiated the recording of the song. And for the Kingsman, it was a band he formed with uh, one of his high school buddies up in Oregon or college. I can't remember, but they formed in 1962 or 63. Ely, they eventually got mm-hmm. they got so popular they got a manager and they they demanded that the, to the manager that they wanted to record this song because it was previously recorded by somebody else. And uh, the Chuck guy, Berry, right? No, it wasn't Chuck Berry. It was, uh, it was something Berry. It was Richard Berry Richard. and the Pharaohs. Uh, okay. Which sounds pretty different. Let's see if we can play this. 
pretty interesting. So yeah, that, like that was the original much. recording. Although they, the version they actually heard was Rock, Rock and Robin. Somebody, uh, it was his version of it, which I couldn't find. Yeah. But this was the original version. <clears throat> so they, they heard the, they all, all they heard was the opening notes of the song, and they decided to record their own version. Um, now, when they told their manager they wanted to record it, he finally gave in and booked them for the next day. So they had very little time to prepare the song. And they wanted to make it like a live performance. So all they did was drop a mic down from the ceiling, but it was too high for Jack Ely to adequately um, sing into. So yeah. he had to stand on his tiptoes, tilt his head back, and kind of scream into the mic. Right. To try to, because they didn't isolate the instruments. And so he was trying to sing over the instruments <laughs> at the same time. And to further complicate matters, he was wearing braces and he couldn't sing or. Um, That's what they say. There's also argument or. Discussions out there that he said he wasn't wearing braces. Oh well, I didn't hear that. I just read a read an interview with him from uh, one of the British, yeah. the Mirror or something. Just like that. funny how much controversy and conspiracy theory. Yeah, that one the time song. people read into it dirty lyrics, and then they they had the FBI investigate. There was a two year FBI <laughs> investigation just over this song. Yeah, because people thought it had. Uh, wow, did you like, read the lyrics? I didn't read the actual lyrics. I saw the what they thought it said, which was like, yeah, I put a boner on your head or something. What was it? He sent me the article earlier today. Interesting. I don't think uh, it was that. I'll have to look it up. But actually, yeah, <laughs> that was in there. Um, he was actually, before the song became famous, he actually was kicked out of the band. Um, and it only sold about 600 copies. And the drummer, whose name was officially incorporated in the band and Ailey's wasn't, decided he wanted to be the lead singer. So he forced Ely out of the band and took the band over himself. And then the song took off. And that's all that we ever became known for. Now, um, pow, pow, pow. what did they, I mean, what else? Did they, they didn't do anything else, right? No, not really. They were pretty much a failure. Um, now, Ely himself went on to form another <laughs> band called the Courtman, and they uh, mm. released a song called Louis Louis 66 and Ride Ride Baby, neither of which charted or charted. <laughs> yeah, they Wait. thought the lyrics were, each night at 10, I lay her again. I fuck my girl all kinds of ways. And on that chair, I lay her there. I felt my boner in her hair. It's crazy that they thought that's what it was. Weird. Mark all that. <laughs> yes, please. And then they had a whole thing about her being on a, on a yeah. period and basically having her have a blowjob, giving you a blowjob. Yeah, there was... <laughs> I think they in, thought all that stuff was in there. Indiana banned the song from being played completely, and uh, Michigan was considering it, though they never pulled the trigger. And, uh, yeah, somebody wrote a... But the, the real lyrics are just, A fine little girl, she wait for me... Me catch a ship across the sea. I sailed the ship all alone. I never think I'll make it home. No. Like that's so it's about a, yeah. innocuous. It's nothing. Yeah. yeah, the FBI spent two years analyzing that song, playing it backwards, slowing it down, speeding <laughs> it up, and they never could find anything yeah. that was malicious about it. Wow. Your tax dollars at work. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so weird. just for me, just for the impact he had on society, it may have been a one-hit wonder, but for the... Tremendous misuse of tax dollars, and it's also a pretty good little song. <laughs> Definitely in the Double Dead Hall of Fame for me. Thomas. <clears throat> Did he chart anything ever again? He never charted again. Oh, and by the way, he died of an unknown, unknown illness. So illness. Did the rest of the band continue on without him? Yeah, they did. did they chart And they never charted again, again either. Huh. Although apparently he, he does have one song that's Haunted Tree or something that was okay, but according to a local radio personality. 
But he died. His family didn't even know what he died of because of his, quote, religious beliefs. Hmm. He didn't even tell them. What were his religious They didn't know. Whoa. They wouldn't. They didn't even know what his religious beliefs were. He just always would say that. <clears throat> Speaking of religious beliefs, you should definitely watch that Scientology documentary on HBO. It's yeah, it's in my queue to watch. It's, is it already? Is it just one episode? I mean, it's one, just one like, documentary. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, you saw it already? Yeah. Pretty good. It's pretty crazy. They had to hire like 160 something lawyers beforehand before making it. I'm it's not amazing. surprised. Yeah, Which I want to watch they it. Have? I want to watch it. Um, anyway. I'm going to say no. Dustin? Not in. What verdict do you give on Jackie Lee saying Louie Louie? I'll say, first, huge as that song is, as many times it's been covered and everything, I'll, <gasps> I'll say he's in. All right. Pull that all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> pull that one, too. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, well, that right. Uh, wraps Got it up it. for us on this show. All right. All right. Ryan, the, full? the Thomas the Tank Engine. All right. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Ryan. All right. Gasoline. High five. Ryan, the. Go. Out. Well, thanks for listening to The Break Room again, episode 243. Uh, thanks for listening to this show. It's dumb as it is sometimes. 469-665-9827. That's the phone number if you don't know. You can call us, leave us a question of the week like Marla did. If you want to comment on anything we talked about. Uh, my ejaculate or, collection, anything. If you have a clown car of people that all want to call in separately and leave different messages. I know a lot of words. <laughs> Find everything related to the show at popsingood.net. Please go to buddies. iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate Some it. Buddies. I do. Some I hadn't checked in a while, and I went, and there was actually a new review from one of our um, <laughs> longtime listeners, Bert. Uh, so he us left us poop. a nice review, a nice glowing review, so we really appreciate that. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash The Break Room. We are The Break Room on Twitter. We're The Break Room on Tell MySpace. Show your face and things and stuff. Mm. Uh, don't forget to listen to our sister show, Cinema Diabolica, and our other sister show, Brew Bloods, the new beer show that Dustin and I do yes, outside. Uh, don't forget Budgie's book, Ask Out Demon. Don't forget Valentine's for Doomy, written by Budgie I'll and Harbinger, uh, to help I'll support Doomy. Uh that's it. I think that's I'll about it. Thanks out. to Vagabond Saints on Twitter for helping with I'll our logo. And thanks for everybody who supports us, retweets us, likes I'll our stuff, uh, upvotes us, and uh, tells a friend. And Rates you too, please, please go. Rates us on iTunes. Oh, please go tell a friend. Fast and furious. Thanks to all those Paul Walkers out there. In my ass. I will see you out there on Firewall Parkway. Look for me in the double suspension bus. Die. With 17-inch rims. Die. I'm driving down Firewall Parkway. I'm driving down Firewall Parkway. I make more than both of you. My FICO score says I am in the above average territory. The end game is to, <laughs> is to uh, yeah, hit a roach with semen. Well, he needs a roach die. with semen. <laughs>
And as always, Gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you 